でねねねでねねねでねねねでねねねでねねね Hello and welcome to Stageside Chats, you lovely ear canal haver. This week, our lovely ladies and I take a dive into the zany world of the Adams Family, the musical. So let's get spoopy, y'all. Recording. How forceful he is. So. All the um, I have not eaten, so I have a bag of chips with me. And I was also an idiot preparing my drink, and I put ice in it. So, why is that bad? Yeah, my entire drink is ice because right now. <laughs> oh, well, I feel that um, bitch. Do uh, you hear the ice? Do you hear it click, click clacking? I do hear a click clack. <laughs> Cool. That's just generally why. You want to generally avoid other sounds in your podcasts. Interesting that you mention how to do podcast things because that's a Patreon. That's a Patreon episode. How to do do your own podcast. I think we're, I'm thinking (laughs) of doing a weekly newsletter. We have some Q&As you can win. Wow. News. Well, yeah. But a lot of this stuff I can like makeup as a like the newsletter is like a bonus fun fact about the episode a sneak preview quote for the next show and a food and drink recipe that relates to the the thing and perhaps some theater news i love you so much and thank you so much seriously (laughs) oh of course I am behind if you 1,000%. No, I, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And we three are pretty <laughs> yeah. good at keeping the, uh, keeping each other in check. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Yeah. I mean, yeah. For it's sure. not us. I mean. It's, it cannot be us. It is truly everyone else. <laughs> Things it is not us. <laughs> Things you're wrong about. Not that. Randy and Simon ganging up on Paula over here. Aw, you leave Paula alone. <laughs> you leave me alone. <laughs> I thought you sounded beautiful, honey. <laughs> God bless you. Everyone needs a Paula. Every friend group needs a Paula. Uh, that's why I'm here. You're welcome. You're here for a myriad of reasons, but yeah. Myriad, nice. Ooh, what an SAT word we have used. The upper echelons of vocabulary, yes. Thank you. I got the high I had the highest SAT score of my incoming class. Thank you. Oh buddy. Oh well. (laughs) That's my two bits. Anyway. Sorry. You're the Muppet. You're the puppet! Listen up! We spent our whole lives! Who's doing Shrek? When that's the real question. What is Shrek happening? That's I feel like it's gonna be like that horror movie we saw together that we didn't really want to play together. <laughs> what <laughs> What was hereditary? It? What are we talking hereditary. about here? Hereditary, that was. Y'all, I have that. Like, we the all red wanna box watch that Mary Shrek next, stole, right? I have it here. LOL. Listen, I'm never I, watching that again. I with parts of Shrek's musical. Kind of like a shakalakalakala with parts of the Addams Family musical. Agreed, agreed. I feel, I feel that. Let's get Is the Addams Family racist? (laughs) Is it a Um, racist show? Because. Um. I mean. uh, (laughs) I. 
as far as I know, there are like no people of color in the show. So there's that, first of all. I was watching it and I was like, oh, Um, Nathan Lane. Okay. It's very white. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and Um, Nathan Lane does do a accent. Mm-hmm, a lot, which is I you I mean, because the guy in the well he does, but he's also don't come guy, for Raul Julia. Let me no, just like you now. No, 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 because okay, good. He he is a person of Latin of Latin descent who played Gomez in the movie. He's a, right? yeah, he's Puerto Rican. Oh, what a man! What they don't make man. men like that anymore. Oh God! Oh, he died Every time I, I watch that born. movie, I flood my basement. <laughs> really. <Jesus. laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here watching this musical and I was like, would Nathan Lane be proud of this today? Right. And no, that is a very thing about this show. Is like, would the actors be proud of this today? Would BB Newworth not her glory? BB Newworth. I will say at the start that like I've never with uh, death is just around the corner more than I do in this time of my <laughs> life right now. I started singing it and Dave was like, hey, are you, is everything okay? And I was like, it's just a song. Yeah, it's great. It's just, yeah. Not death is just the... around the corner. corner. Just around do the... you see what I did there? The corner. <laughs> when are you gonna play Morticia? Is my question, Marilyn. Me? Thank God, someone asked the question. Because I don't think anyone would look at me and be like, "That's a Morticia." Please. But you, I, I would. You need to get. You need to get six inch heels. Actually, nine inch heels. Um, Marilyn, you could be, be actually everyone in this show. To be honest with you. No, that's also fair. And should please just rotate. This this show actually just resonates within the deepest parts of my soul, and I thank you for that, Tyler, because I never would have thought. Yeah, Who would have thought? Not your, me. This is your, like, Lippa show. My Lippa show is the wild party. Shuffle me around. Ooh. I always forget this is a Lippa show. Well, I was about to say, is it truly? And, but yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I feel like I also have the Little Princess. Is that a Lippa show? That's a Lippa show. That is a Lippa show. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. You absolutely have that. Yep, no, that I can't wait for Mary Lynn and I to talk about that one. <laughs> Good luck! <laughs> I need to catch up on my drinking. Oh my god, hold on. Let me and it's gonna be. Oh my god, that one's gonna start off with Is the Little Princess racist? <laughs> Absolutely, it is! <laughs> yeah, literally, I didn't even the ask only that thing question. I know is that Sarah Crew bit the, where they say it a certain affectation i was gonna say it and then i was like please please don't do this being drunk would not be an excuse to do this i get you Ooh. Oof. yeah yeah so the what an eventful family. time white american theater white american theater you what you are not a wop you are a what <laughs> anyway <sighs> buddy so Adam's oh, family beneath this. It's gonna be family. such a good app, y'all. It's gonna be such a good app. I can't wait. <laughs> you have like 20 minutes to wade through an editing already. I'm so sorry. <laughs> My God, I have not finished listening to the Sweeney episode because that bitch is two and a half Girl, hours. Oh, that bitch is long. That one's gonna be a two-parter. It's gonna be first act on Wednesday, second act on Thursday. Ooh, a special. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Welcome to Spoopy Season, be... bitches. How to make yeah. a podcast. 
the Facebook profile page is something that says coming soon because I don't know what we're <laughs> doing. Not well, I don't sure know if we have like the logo. Hey, you know what? Do you know what that reeks of, Hannah? Huh? Tact. <laughs> the tact of this. <laughs> the professionalism, the preparedness. I'm, I cannot I'm, get yeah. enough of it. And it is a free <laughs> um it is a free picture online because I don't um, Oh yeah. No, uh, to, yeah. You know. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so the Adams family. The Adams family. So delayed. My mother did not I'm so sorry. Just because we no, were talking go. about PB Newers. So my mother and I watched Madam Secretary, right? And she's uh-huh. like one of the leads in that. And I You're know, she popped up and I was like, oh, BB New Earth. And my mom was like, how do you know who she is? And I was like, how do you know who she is? Because <laughs> this is the same woman who, when she talked about Stephanie Mills, she was like, oh, she's a one hit wonder from the 80s. And I was like, oh, Dorothy? Sh- Eve? You want to? She's a whom? A whoops? Right. Yeah. It hurts, Terry. It's just interesting. It's interesting because, you know, so many of our parents would never know the theater side of She said she careers. was a disco queen. So, well, I don't I know if she it. knew that there was even a Donna Summer musical. With Ooh. Raleigh favorite, Ariana DeBose, who was having a killer career. Like, the past She's living. I, like, I'm so sad I that West Side Story got bit. postponed, but like. Maybe Who saw her live? Tyler, did you see her live? I yeah, I saw her at the at the church concert with um oh shoot, the girl who played Wicked, who's from Raleigh, and her Laurel husband. Harris. Thank you, Laurel Harris. She's in and Jagged her Little Pill right now. Oh, is she? Yeah, Good Mary Lynn and I used to walk. Jesus. That's not who we're talking about. Ariana That's not who we're talking about. We've moved on. Christ. Please edit all of that out. <laughs> Anywho, Adam's family. But no, yes, Adam's <laughs> family. It is interesting. What I remember first of like uh of this show was the whatever year uh Tony Awards they had, Nathan Lane and BB uh presented the award for best musical and they like had the hugest bit about like not being nominated for it. And it yeah. was so delightful. <laughs> Were they not nominated at all? No. Uh, uh, no, I don't believe this I, show was... Uh, I thought it got nominated for something technical. Like, like I thought costume. Well, was luckily, I'm right here on its wiki page. So... Oh, girl. Uh, not the wiki. They got, they got nominated for best original score and for best performance by a featured actor in a musical. Oh, sounds like a load of malarkey. Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester got nominated for a Tony. He's, he's Horton from Seussical. Right. The, the the Moon Song was so giving me such Sala Salu vibes. Do you know who needs to play that? Who? That role, Brian Westbrook. Oh God, yes, he does. When? That's all I can. Think of when I saw that role. I was like, "That's just him." When is RLT doing the Adams Family? Haven't they done it? I know. Yeah, I know Temple rec- did. did. Well, didn't they do it like recently, like a few years ago? I don't know. Ah. 
everyone just recycles the same shows like who knows i mean a little bit it, you get you get to the good shows and you get which more good shows are coming out like now so i feel like we are seeing more diversity in theater seasons no oklahoma and that's it well no oklahoma is going to be played until we all die um <laughs> oklahoma angst Woo! oh i would me go to watch oklahoma, oklahoma for some God. cornbread and some sex I would risk COVID to go watch Sexy Oklahoma <laughs> right now. I wouldn't say all that now. <laughs> no, I said that. I was the selfish human who said that. I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> oh, to be a white man. <laughs> so Adam's family. <laughs> I love God. how you edit out those awkward, like, long pauses. Oh, Lord, yes. Because otherwise we'd be literally here for hours are um, we not already we are <laughs> so let's <sighs> so yeah let's actually jump into this show hannah what was your first experience with adam's family uh, in college i think i mean either freshman or sophomore year someone around and maybe this is when temple did it i don't really remember but people were talking about it and i love spooky so i was like oh okay and i mean was i super impressed with it no was it fun yeah you know it's you know i don't know i i don't re i'm trying to like remember any like thoughts i had about it but i kind of um didn't have any which i guess speaks for itself Ooh, I, I, don't, I don't remember I mean, well except pulled like that one well, right, like, because you had to you. add that to your book, right? It's not in my book, so... It better be in your book. Why is it not oh, in Tyler. your book? No, Tyler, remember? Because I'm a belter, um, I don't get belting songs. <laughs> oh, yeah, logic. Yeah. 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 So well, I'm saying, I'm saying put it in your book. Okay, because I, I oh, want I you to be earlier. this character. Good. Yes. Oh, my God. You little black dress. <laughs> the disneyland i'll go there twice i i can just imagine you doing it and just being so pure and bubbly and it just being perfect so um i can't <laughs> wait for your performance lol well every time i sing it in my shower he does the christmas Eve. i drop it down i'm like sugar plums yeah queen Sugar plums. <laughs> Hannah, that's freaking genius. That oh, is wow. so beautiful. Uh, yes, ma'am. So, Maryland, so, what was your what was your first experience with this musical? Ah, uh, okay. I was trying to think of, and I okay, I thought of it. So, in in good old Charlotte, there is a community theater called Matthew's Playhouse, and they have a um, theater company for high schoolers, and I was in that. And it was very fun. And this one girl sang Pulled for an audition, and it was mind-blowing. And I was like, what is this? I need to know! So I didn't look up any of the musical. I just heard Pulled for the rest of my life. <laughs> and Which is valid. Yeah. If I if I never hear it again, I'd be just fine. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really know the Adams family with Angelica Houston, correct? I yes. never watched. Oh, 
Have you I never, never watched that a day in my life. Oh my god. Oh my god, you would love it. For tonight. Absolutely. I, I want to watch it. I should it. look it up. It's yeah, I should look it up. Is yeah, it truly? Yeah, girl, you 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 need to do Angela and, Houston. You oh my and then god. you need to watch the second one, Adam's Family Values, which is, in my opinion, the better of the two because Joan Cusack is in it and she's fucking nuts. Hey, lady, we'll tell you when we when we have Adam's Family, family Values. <laughs> And on behalf of the woman, I was offended. <laughs> Good lord. Um, yeah, so that was the first impression I had, and then I watched it. It's a long one. It yeah. is a long one. Uh, There's a lot in it. it I had to take maybe, you know, it, a lot it, of it, breaks. No, that's valid. It's funny, because <laughs> oh. when, when I thought back on... When I, th when I first suggested this musical, I was like... Oh, this will be an easy, quick one because no, I I remember it being easy and quick for some reason, but short because I watched it first in college when I had all the time in the world. Like, no worries, no regrets, <laughs> right? Um, no responsibilities. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I also saw it. Okay, when I was going to teach with Julie Bradley for a hot second, I went to go see her high school do oh, it. I did a really, really good job with it. And that was the other first impression that I had. Just to say, her high school is filled with an extremely dedicated and talented a group of kids. They were really good, and it made me really enjoy it. So that was the only impression that I had had previous. They made, me, they made me enjoy the few bits of time I was with them for uh, Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat during their rehearsals. They love it, and they're so talented, so good for them. Yeah. I, I personally loved when um, there was, like, a show choir competition at Peace, and I was charged with, like, shuffling kids around and helping <laughs> them. They're just... I believe the children are our future. Teach them well. And hopefully they don't grow up to be Republicans. You can edit that if you need to. No, I want that to be the title <laughs> of the show now. The Adams Family. <laughs> <laughs> the children are our future. Yeah, for anyone wondering, this is the weekend of October 3rd, 2020. So it's Mean Girls Day, but it's also, you know, a time. And that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> yeah, it's a time. Um, you know, lots of people are sitting around with their fingers crossed about certain things, you know. You know, basic human rights, you know, just fun stuff. <laughs> That's what you get when you When you don't wear a mask. Um, <laughs> so the Adams Get her jade. <laughs> so Adams family, Tyler. All the, so Adams family, so me. So, um, yeah, my first introduction to this musical was uh, freshman year of college. I I was on my kick because I was it was my first time like being experienced to all of these uh, new musicals and learning about like everything. Because like you know, because once again, before I went to college, the few musicals I really knew were like you know all the all the Hammerstein, you know, Music Man, Annie Get Your Gun. You know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, right? All, all, all the golden era stuff. 
So I went to college and I started learning about like stuff that's on Broadway right now, stuff that like came out on Broadway and failed and was just there for like a, a, a few weeks or a few months. Um, stuff that was on off Broadway, which was a thing that I found out and uh, and I found out what off Broadway actually meant. Um, so it, uh, I found this show and yeah, I was immediately like you with pulled. I, I listened to pulled on repeat for a little while, but I just, it's yeah. Again, I just remember it being so quick because I think I cut out a lot of the extraneous stuff in my head (laughs) and people will understand what I mean by extraneous in a hot sack. So let's jump into it. Yes. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Hey, you know, the goo. All right. So we open up, we get that, we get the Adams family theme, like that classic da 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 da. Dun dun. Right. So, and it's kind of cool because a lot of the music in the show you can tell is based off of the original Adams family theme, which is a really cool nod and homage to that original TV show, movie. And I would say the show is a pretty good homage to the comic strip itself as well. Did you guys ever watch the TV show? Nope. I saw a few episodes. Oh, I used to watch it all the time with my dad because it came on TV Land on the weekends. So yeah. good. That it and the Monsters. really good. I did not watch the Monsters. I, I saw maybe an episode or two of the Monsters. Ah, Al Lewis. Look him up. He's the actor who plays Grandpa. He is. He's great. <laughs> he is a socialist king. Yes. Duly noted. Writing that down. So we open <laughs> up on the Adams family in their family graveyard for what is their annual gathering of their family members, which Gomez says are living, dead, and undecided. <laughs> I fall into that one. I, 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 it's interesting. So, I mean, let's go ahead and get into the accent with Nathan Lane because, you know, it's throughout the show. Um, he is... Nathan Lane is Jewish? I believe That sounds so. right. Yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> I mean, he was in The Producers. Yeah. So I think... I think he is... I don't know. An American actor and writer career of 45 years yeah i might have just honestly been pulling that out of nowhere they are white they are catholics of irish descent oh buddy the worst kind of whites oh the worst (laughs) yeah i was about to say it doesn't yeah yeah, he's he's pretty caucasian if i were (laughs) so yes nathan lane is a white gay man who we all love and he is playing gomez adams who is not white not white he is a person of Latin descent, from what we understand. I mean, from all portrayals of him, honestly, up till this point. It's kind of odd that, you know, the movie and I'm going to the TV, the television show is the same cast as the movies, correct or no? Oh, no, this TV show was in like. Why do the I remember? 60s. God, all of the Adams family <laughs> is mixed up together in my brain. Jesus. Uh, Wasn't there like a revival of the TV show? There There has. So there was be. there was like a oh, I don't know what to call it. Oh, a live action 
like remake of the in the 99 movie yeah so the so adam's family the movie came out in like 90 and adam's family values came out in 92 but raul julia died like right after filming that so they like couldn't continue on with anything so they like yeah. did a reboot um, of that movie. It's like when they like rebooted Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man. called the New Adams Family. Yeah, it's a new animated one. Oh, and I will say on the yeah, TV was... show, it was not uh, a a Spanish accent. I don't believe. I'm trying to remember. Well, because the guy who who played him in that was is a white man. Glenn Toronto at in the uh, '90s version of it. Oh I yeah, don't. I'm talking about the show. He's a white man. I haven't seen that new oh, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just interesting to me. It is yeah, no, it's interesting to me that their the choice was to cast a white man who then chose to do a a Spanish accent. Is it Spanish? Is it is it is it Latin American? It's offensive, is, is what it is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not, it is it's not the white direction. Although I will again say, I am not. None of us are of Latin descent or people of color. So I'm not I, even uh, close. Yeah. I, I, I. Um, actually, I'm Italian. So wow. Um, so you know how yeah. to suck on a breadstick. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The alcohol is hitting. <laughs> I was gonna say that is making you bold, sir. <laughs> Luckily, she can't jump through this gap and strangle you. Exactly. I'm safe. You don't distance. know that I can. <laughs> Door pounds down. Bitch, I know your boyfriend. <laughs> Try me, ho. Wow. So yes, uh, it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> not at all. So yeah, I'm uh, uh proceeding forward just you know keep that in mind it's it was a choice i don't think he would but be BB, today i BB uh, knew where to do an accent no one else did one it was just nathan well, lane right correct it was just nathan lane because none of well, I, and again who's to, they're based off of a damn comic strip like who's to say what their actual like what their ethnicity is supposed to be like it's it's also theater. Do whatever the you want. But you know, if you're gonna have that choice of a Latin accent, maybe cast a Latin actor who would be more comfortable with that accent to where it wouldn't be a caricature. Period. So yeah, just keep that in mind as we move along. We open up on to when you're an Adam, which is like our introduction to everyone, as well as our ensemble, which is all the Adams family ghosts come back to life for this day, which I think is a great idea for for the ensemble, because then your ensemble also everyone gets to be an Adams, which who doesn't want to be an Adams? And they're fierce too. I love them. They yeah. are. So I that one lady with the native headdress. I did make a note of that. I said, "Oh, we don't, we don't enjoy that." And that's not a great choice. But anyways, my faves that I remember the most are the dead bride. Oh yeah, and the Viking guy. Yeah, all everyone else is amazing. 
Uh, oh, I died yeah. with any like Victorian thing, so I'm just living for everything. Same. I feel that so hard. So it's also like Wednesday's growing up day. She gets to fully become an Adams, I guess. And she gets to cut her pigtails off. Cool. So cool. But it's Krista Rodriguez. So uh, yay. You know, I love her. Uh, she, Why is she I, Rosemary? <laughs> but really. Anything she does, I'm just like, is this Rosemary? I, I don't know. I so get that. They have such a similar vibe to me. Mm-hmm. So the after that song, all the ancestors want to go back to their eternal sleep. And Fester is like, hey, no, hold up. Um, Wednesday's kind of fallen for this dude. And I need your help with that, with getting them together, being happy and love. So I guess the spirits kind of have to agree to that for some reason. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, so Wednesday at some point before this story actually happened, I guess, met, uh, Lucas, uh, Lucas Benneke. Benneke? Benneke. Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? He's from Ohio. Lucas, Um, Lucas, always three times. So Wednesday has invited Lucas and his parents over to their house for dinner. Yes. Well, uh, the next song is Wednesday kind of going over her sudden change in character by falling in love through the song Pulled, which, you know, is the big song that everyone kind of knows. And it's it's real right out there at the beginning of the show, which, you know, go big or go home. As yeah. we've learned. Uh, yeah, I love this song. It's great. The only thing I hate about it is Pugsley. Because I just, I'm not a fan of Pugsley. Aww. He's funny. He's funny. He's cute. He's a kid actor. I just, I, we'll, we'll get to it. His screams are amazing. <laughs> I will say that. Like the scre- <laughs> the screams in the song crack me up every time yeah good little actor you leave him alone he is a good little actor i will it's i think my main problem is just how much i hate his song oh yes. <laughs> it's real annoying thank you so after pulled nathan lane and bb are upset about wednesday suddenly becoming so happy and bubbly in the song where did we go wrong which is a delightful song it's a great subversion of you know parents worrying about their kid but for not the reasons you would normally actually worry about your kid you two would be funny doing that oh my god we would uh, 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 Finder Morticia and Gomez never existed, is what I'm saying. My lord, would I do an accent? God, no, because I respect people. God. Yeah. So yeah, they do that. And, but it's also kind of interesting to me. It's This is where, at the very beginning of the show, I'm like, this was an interesting story choice. Because it's just, it seems out of character to me that Gomez and Morticia would be so against Wednesday finding love. Yeah. Like, I yeah, just. They're like very supportive. 
So Right. That's the thing. That's the that's the point of the Adams is they are always supportive of anything, no matter what. So it's just that was that was I don't think that was the right choice because the way the Adams movies always go is that there's some outside force mm-hmm. that's trying to come in to tear apart the Adams, which they tried with. They tried that with Lucas, but but the way they were trying to have it tear them apart, I don't think was the way maybe they should have gone. Like, Instead of Morticia and Gomez being upset about her finding love, they should have, or like, in it changing her, it's, I don't, like, because Wednesday is still crazy and sadistic. Like, what, what's the issue here? She's just happier about being crazy and sadistic? Gomez yeah. is happy all over the place all the time. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I, it's just it's the women. It, it's such it it's it's one of the issues where you the minute you start poking at the plot lines, everything starts unraveling with it. And I'm like, what? At the very beginning of the show. Listen, we don't need plot lines. This is a good romp. Just leave the plot alone. It's not. Uh, it's it matters to me just because to me the Adams family represents something, something that I feel should be important. It's like they. They're the subversion of a typical American family in that they they have all of this horror around them and all these dark, crazy, kind of twisted things around them that, that they sea love. monster. But the thing about them is that they are also completely openly accepting of everything and everyone, no matter what. Which kind of, you know, looking at them as a subversion of the atypical American family, it's like, what does that say about American families? So much. So it, it's just like, so I feel like that point of the Adams family as like an archetype got lost in the show because of that choice, because of this choice. I never thought about that a day in my life. Good for you. <laughs> so we move on from where did we go wrong? And, uh, Wednesday and Wednesday and Lucas are trying to reason with their parents about like being quote unquote normal for the night, which is very different things for the two characters. Uh, Wednesday and it's a song. It's all wrapped up in the song. Which is the best. It is the best. This is my all-time favorite song of the show. I remember Hannah being like, hey, I feel like I sing this to you too every single night. (laughs) No, I get that. There was a time when I I had this blasting in my car, like, every day. Just specifically that, like, Krista Rodriguez part, because it's in such a nice part of her voice. Yes, it is. Ooh, girl. She, oh, it hits her. She, it, I, I, I can't describe it properly, but yeah, it just, she, it just hits all the right notes in her voice. And I don't, we live. I don't hate the guy in this it's song. It's Wesley Taylor. He's oh. fine. He's, yeah, fine. he's the one marrying, um, Isaac Powell. <gasps> Another NC fave. 
Jesus. Yeah, he was uh, Plankton and SpongeBob. He did. Oh my yeah. god. He did Cabaret. He's the one marrying the kid from Island Song. Once on this island? Em- Emma Rossum? Emmy Rossum? Emma Rossum? Emma? <laughs> Emma Rossum? I miss Christine Daae. <laughs> <laughs> Check that one off for the night. <laughs> Got your ALW in. Oh, I'm posting that. <laughs> How to do a podcast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Wednesday's telling her family not to feed mouses to plants, which Morticia was just doing in the scene before, which is delightful. She's got to feed uh, the pets. She's got to feed the pets. Wednesday. <laughs> and then Lucas is telling his mom not to rhyme and his dad not to be an asshole. Um, <laughs> I hate him in this. Sh- I hate Terrence Mann's, Terrence Mann's character in this show. I love Terrence Mann. hate his character. Love the dress. Hate, hate her. her. <laughs> so we uh yeah everyone's and this i love this song because this song is kind of the one of the cool things about the show is and i i'm i love that it was nominated for best original score because i do believe it deserves that because they do a lot of really cool things in the show Mm -hmm. uh with like harmonies and orchestrations and melodies that I don't think you could do for a, for a typical musical because, mm-hmm. you know, a typical musical is usually you. the majority of your songs are in major keys and very happy and shiny. Uh, whereas this show, a lot of the songs are in minor keys and are very kind of creepy feeling, but very on purpose. But they still they're still jovial and still very happy. And mm-hmm. the score, I feel, captured the essence of the Adams family the best to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because and I think specifically of that one part in One Normal Night where it's um uh or no, it's not in this one. It's actually in uh when you're in Adams. There's a there's the section towards the end where they go and then they go But it's the Sopranos are working in this show. Hell yeah. Skrelting. They are skrelting for the heavens. And I love it so much. The 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 choral parts in this show hit so hard. It's so delightful. Um so we move on from one normal night. Uh we meet at we meet all the, you know normal people we meet lucas's dad mal uh who apparently wants to tear down the adams's family's house already and just you know reuse it for great land because a a note about the adams family is that they are the house like can't canonically is located in central park new york city yeah Uh Yeah, it's just a weird little fact. So it's yeah, they're in Central Park and the family is 
the house is situated just smack dab in the middle of it. Makes sense. It, just cause, you know, it's the Adams family. And I that and and that's another thing I love about the Adams family is that it's just a lot of the things about the Adams family can just get waved away with it's the Adams family. And that's the point of the Adams family a little bit too. So uh Alice, who is Lucas's uh mom, is constantly spouting out poems. It's, I love her. I love I you so love much. <laughs> Carolee Camello so freaking much. This woman just she is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. We could also be them. Oh god, yes, we could be them. We could be either couple, honestly. Let's just cycle on through both of those. Let's just cycle through this show. I I could be well, I could Maybe I could be Lurch when I'm, like, 60 and can actually hit some bass notes, but, um... Hannah can be Lucas when we're the other couple. <laughs> <laughs> like Diana the Huntress. <laughs> Nail that you're hired, kid. You're hired. Thanks. Wednesday, getting a lesbian couple? Absolutely. Oh. Well, I'll have to change my name to... Lucinda. Ooh. Luca. Lucinda. A pumpkin? Lucy? Lucy. There you go. <laughs> A pumpkin. <laughs> I caught that. <laughs> Thank you. I thought I was lost. It was like, no, my pumpkin no. joke. I will always come back for your pumpkin jokes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so- sorry, Tyler. <laughs> no, you're fine. So the Adams family is doing a terrible job at trying to act normal because it's the Adams family. Uh and Wednesday shows up in a really bright colored dress. Which, you know, she's worn black. That's what Wednesday does. All the Adams do. They wear black or they wear black and white. Uh but here she is in color now. So shocker of shockers. <laughs> yeah lucas and wednesday uh go off sneak away from each other to talk about getting married (laughs) cool which is cool um we listen we all know girls who got married when they were 18 to some boy from their hometown i mean honestly town i know all of those girls honestly it's fine it's whatever it's like it's something that like I would kind of expect from the Adams. We go uh Gomez and Terrence Mann, Nathan Lane and Terrence Mann are having a drink. Um excuse me, and <laughs> Nathan Lane introduces Terrence Mann to the family's pet squid, uh Bernice. I'm sorry, that's Terrence Mann? That's Terrence yeah. Mann. Wow, I imagined him way um not like that. Keep going. Right? <laughs> no, he seems totally different from what you would imagine Terrence Mann to look like. <laughs> I I'm so it. sorry to <laughs> on Terrence Mann's appearance. Like I didn't, but like I kind of did. I'm sorry, Terrence Mann. He's it's... married to Charlotte Dambois. I think 
I think he's, he's doing good. fine. Yeah. yeah. I was going to go to Western. That was my like sole selling point on going to Western. Oh God. I wanted to do that too. But then he was like, apparently not there for like most of the year. So I'm like, well, okay. yeah. Cause he was like on Broadway. Right. They. Mm-hmm. <laughs> School politics. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He will. He's funny. He can do a lot of things. Oh, he's very funny. He's hysterical. I love Terrence Mann. He's such a talented actor. I have been in love with Terrence Mann's voice since I was four years old. And I know this because I used to have a cassette player. You hear me? A cassette player. (laughs) With a cassette. Disney Princess Songs Volume 2. And it was not the popular songs. It was like different songs, like um, so this is love, and um, the love goes on song from um Robin Hood, and so on one side was Terrence Mann's glorious voice singing "If I Can't Love Her" from the iconic In whom? musical. Wow! Uh, so that has that has started my love affair with Terrence Mann's voice. I'm just anything he sings, I'm like yes. I will listen to that. I listen to cats for him. I do yeah. get that. And it yeah. gives me hope that like, well, never mind. <laughs> anyway. So, so Carolee Carmelo is talking to BB Newworth and she's talking about her marriage is growing stale. Uh, you know, they're an older couple who already had their kid out. BB hears Wednesday call her old, uh, which is also an interesting thing. I don't know. Does, yeah, no, Morticia's very vain, so being called old would definitely be in character for her to freak out about. Absolutely it would. Sorry, I just rationalized that in my head. She doesn't look that good for nothing. Amen. Like, ah, oh, the figure, the hourglass, iconic. I have in my notes, B.B. Newworth's breasts. Exclamation point. Praise God. She has them bursting out of there. Like... As you should, if you're a Morticia. As you should. Like, you gotta have that plunging neckline with that long, <laughs> beautiful black dress. Ooh, girl. Ooh. Mm. Mm. With some red lips and some smoky eyes. Mm. Low-key, all three of us need to get dressed up as Morticia for Halloween. I'm gonna do here. it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to do it this week um, before I leave. Yes! I'm gonna do it. Uh, so Gomez asks Morticia to dance with him, and she says no because she's freaking out about being called old. And he goes into the song uh, where he freaks out about her being freaked out, which is a very Gomez response, and which is why I love this song so much. Uh, he's just so over the top about how sad he is for his wife rejecting him which is you know very again reasonable for Gomez and Morticia who are the couple that uh, are the closest to rabbits that I think humans have ever gotten not rabbits I hate everything about how you phrased that how you categorized that I truly hate it thank you <laughs> the closest to rabbits. Never have I been this offended with my <laughs> since you said 
spanked the monkey <laughs> in the Wicked episode and led Mary Lynn and I to believe you were saying a racial slur. But no, you were just talking about a euphemism for a penis. <laughs> Hannah, you have no business. Oh my goodness. Telling the funny. truth like that? Oh my god, I'm crying. I'm crying. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've got to piss. So Adam's family. So Adam's family. So the last thing I want to say about Morticia before we leave it is uh just in the middle of the song, one of the family one of the male family members gets this huge like uh get this huge time to like show off and sing this beautiful Morticia uh, line as they're all, you know, just repeating her name over and over and over again. And Nathan Lane just takes this moment to look at him and just goes, nice. And that's, that's just one of my favorite reads ever. So I, um, could you imagine being on stage with Nathan Lane? No. Oh my God. No, (laughs) I would be shaken. I imagined it for two seconds. I was like, this is too real. I need to to exit out of this. <laughs> Abort the fantasy. Abort. <laughs> too much. Too real. <laughs> so after that scene, we move to Pugsley and his song, What If, where he's talking about what if Wednesday never wants to torture him again. And, you know, you know, that is it. That's it. That's literally it. What if she doesn't want to torture me anymore? That's the entire like two minute song is him just basically repeating that. Yeah, I don't like this song. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that's all I have to say about it. So I'm sorry. I'm finding out real fast what, who the grandma was in this show. Jackie Hoffman. Oh. <gasps> Okay, I love that woman so much. Okay, that's good to know. Because she makes a brief moment in this so- in this song where uh, Pugsley is like talking about some kind of hypothetical thing where if a certain someone wanted to, you know, leave or do whatever, uh, what should he do? What uh, would you give them? And the grandma's like, nothing. She's your sister. Uh, which I love. It's so delightful. Um, uh, so thank you, Jackie Hoffman, for making that moment moment of uh, sunshine in that song. I love it. Yay. But Pugsley decides that he's going to take a potion from his grandma that, quote unquote, brings out their dark nature. And he's going to slip it into Wednesday's drink at dinner. Yikes. So <laughs> we move on to dinner real fast. Uh where we move on to the song Full Disclosure, which is basically a song of just revealing your deepest, darkest inner secrets. Which I feel we should play sometime. That sounds like Ooh, we did play yeah. that at eight AM. It was called Acting Two Classes. So Ooh, um, <laughs> that was a fun <laughs> flashback. Right? I felt that one. (laughs) The trauma! Or Spring Awakening cast bonding day two. I'm... Ooh. 
Hmm, I do not need those flashbacks right now. <laughs> Negative, I do apologize. No, you are good. Have we not suffered enough? <laughs> it's 2020, who even 2020, cares? 2020, right? We, the torture never ends. So Gomez starts to try to tell a story about crow's feet flying away and scaring them or whatever, but he calls Morticia a goat or compares her to a goat. Um, so, you know, it doesn't end very well. Uh, classic foot and mouth syndrome. Um, Which Gomez Adams would never, first of all. Right. First of all, he would never get foot and mouth syndrome. When so I'm like, say, character assassination number three. How when dare people you? say not all men, I have to be like, you're correct. Gomez Adams would never treat me like this. Amen. I give you that. I give a- you that meninist. <laughs> Start learning how to fence, bastards. Well, <laughs> they don't make men like that anymore. God, no, they don't. So Uncle Fester uh, reveals that he has fallen in love with someone, and that someone is the moon. Same. They stole <laughs> it from the fucking uh, Princess and the Frog. Next. Oh my god, they did! <laughs> Mabel Evangeline. Oh. Next. Next up, uh, Alice starts, uh, Alice, who is Carolee Carmelo, um, starts having a coughing fit in the middle of dinner, and they're passing along the chalice, which ha- which is what they use to do full disclosure. And the chalice is about to go to Wednesday, and Pugsley makes sure to slip in that dark potion uh, real fast before Wednesday gets it. But then, of course, Carolee Carmelo is like, hey, I need some water. So she grabs the chalice, takes a big old swig. And here is where I just lose my damn mind for four <laughs> minutes straight. Ah! <laughs> uh. I feel myself just rising out of my chair every time. Truly ascending to another plane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Whenever I first heard this song, I was shook for my life. Oh my God. So like Carolee just starts going, we move on into the song waiting where Carolee Camilla just delivers this beautiful song of just like her marriage falling apart, her husband not caring for her anymore, and there just being this like emptiness that like she's not sure she will ever recover. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it's, it's like the and we move on from that song and Nathan Lane's next line is, that's too grim even for us." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, when I listened to it, I was like, hmm, "It's not the darkest thing I've heard." So 
<laughs> oh, well, no, Spring Awakening cast bonding day too. I mean, it's not 2020, so. <laughs> oh my god, what a delight this number is. I, I from full disclosure through waiting through dis- full disclosure part two is some of my favorite moments of the show. We, um, so yeah, immediately the dad, uh, Terrence man is like, okay, so we need to get out of here. Uh, something is obviously not right with my wife. And he says, he says to the Adams, um, we're not used to your sophisticated New York lifestyle, (laughs) which I just. I love the idea of, like, the typical American family thinking this is how the upper, like, this is how, like, high-class society works. I just absolutely love that. And and he says, we're getting out of here. And Wednesday's like, no, you're not. I'm, Lucas and I are getting married. And the ensemble's like, married! And, uh... Lucas is like, uh-huh. Right, sure. Lucas is like, yeah, um, okay. yep, sure are. <laughs> right, because Terrence Mann is also like, okay, you're not getting any money from me anymore, which, yeah, what? <laughs> uh, I don't know the the whiteness of it pains me a little bit sometimes. <laughs> but, oh, the whiteness uh, of it all. <clears throat> like that's such a white upper class family threat, like. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, 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 like, is that an actual threat nowadays? Like, do people? I, I mean, yes, that's people actually threaten that. But like, is that like an actual threat nowadays like, for white people, for upper class privileged white people? Yes. Okay. Once again, I have talked myself through this dilemma. <laughs> oh no. I will never forget when you went on and on about how this show was so great because there were so many people on stage and they were doing stuff too and they weren't just like the leads. And I'm like, do you mean the ensemble? Me or Tyler? No, No, Tyler. I remember us talking about Venice that was in Venice because I just recorded (laughs) that part because I had to stop to laugh (laughs) for a full solid five minutes about it. Oh my God. Do you mean the ensemble? (laughs) Hannah, I think we just should just let him roll with it from now on. <laughs> Emma Rossa? Emmy? Emma? I, I wasn't going to say a word. God, I miss Raoul. <laughs> I miss Henry Higgins, <laughs> you know? Do not miss Jervis Pendleton. Jervis can Jervis. kick rocks. Jervis can fully kick rocks. As can Nathan Lane's <laughs> accent in this show. Yes, get her, Jade. So, through Deus Ex Machina, Uncle Fester tells all the spirits to create a storm to trap everyone inside for the night, which they do. Which, I mean, the, the Adams family are just Deus Ex Machina themselves. They are, they are walking Deus Ex Machinas. Like, everything just works out well for them. That's the point of the Adams family. And that is the third time I've said that's the point of the Adams family in this recording. So that's Act One. Do y'all want to take a break? Yes, please. Please. Let's take a quick uh, five and we'll be back. I'll be back and you'll be Beethoven. <laughs> so, back to act two. So, 
things take, in my opinion, kind of a slow turn real at the top of this act. Um, so Wednesday is trying to leave. Lucas doesn't want L Lucas wants them to try and work out this stuff between their families, um, which, you, you know, they have their first fight over it, which. Uh, you know, young love in their first fight. It's, yeah, it's whatever. So, <laughs> they have it. Morticia, uh, we move on to Morticia, who is worried that she can't help her family anymore, anymore really. Um, but she's able to pick herself up by reminding herself that death is, death is just, around, just the around the corner. Waiting patiently to strike one unplanned electrocution. That's the kind of end I can comprehend when I'm feeling uninspired or I need a little spree. I'm reborn knowing death is just around the corner coming after me. Huh. The coroner. <laughs> Get it? Get coroner. it? Death is just Get around it? the I corner. love this number so much. BB Newworth is so delightful doing it, and all the the ensemble that's with her are having such a good time. It's it's delightful. It's just a delightful little like soft soft shoe number without there being a any shoe really. Um, yeah, I love it, and I can't wait for Mary Lynn to do it. Oh please, I do it in my um living room all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> So, the uh, after that, we move on to another scene between Terrence Mann and Carolee Carmelo, where they're having a fight about their fight, um, because Carolee can't rhyme anymore. <laughs> I love her to death. love her so much. It's so cute. Then we move on to uncle fester who is singing a love song about the moon which is the song the moon and me it's it's cute it's it's a sweet number i i don't fully understand why it's here but it's cute it's it's, it's there it's there <laughs> it's there for uncle fester to have a number basically. i love that actor I love him. He is delightful. And he was mm -hmm. the perfect choice for Fester. He kind of seems like the glue that's holding all of that together a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that is kind of Fester for the, for the musical. He's an unsung hero of that two-hour show. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because he acts kind of as the narrator as well throughout the show. Because he's the one, like, directing mm -hmm. the ensemble on what to do. I, yeah, I appreciate him a lot and all the work he's done. I do as well. Uh, and again, like I was saying earlier, this song gives me such Sala Salu vibes because this actor play was Horton the Elephant in uh, Horton, uh, I wanted to say Horton Hears a Who, uh, Susical, the musical. He's so pure. He's so pure, and it's such a pure number, and it's adorable. So <clears throat> we move on from that and Wednesday's out in the yard and she meets Nathan Lane. 
and Nathan starts to sing to her about how he's happy for her, but he's also sad, which is the song Happy Slash Sad. It's so good! It makes me so sad! It is such a good number. It's... It's... It's the epitome of melancholy. It's like, it's, it's, it's acceptance. It's ultimate, like, just accepting that things are going to be what they're going to be. And, you know, you're going to feel ways about it, but there's nothing really you can do about that. And he's so supportive. I love Gomez. So supportive. And I'm like, this is a great, this is a great payoff for having assassinated their characters earlier in the show. <laughs> But yeah. it's like you it, it's like this isn't Gomez again. Cause I don't think Gomez I mean Gomez, yes, does get sad, but this is again a thing I don't think Gomez Adams would be sad about. Um Well, to me it's also interesting that they the they it feels like they had to age her up to be able to make a story because the only thing they could think of was doing like a romance. No, but really, let's go straight. Like, let's get a love thing in there, and that and yeah. that is my other issue with it is that they they tried to make the outside influence coming into the Adams family a love interest, which I'm like, I don't think again that I don't think that's the best choice you like, could have they gone did with it, writing this. They did it in Adams family values, but like, it it does not really pan out the way that. Right, because the whole point of it yeah. was that she was very manipulative and evil and was very obviously controlling Fester. Mm. Whereas in what this, it's like they genuinely love or at least like each other because, you know, they're teenagers. So let's let's yeah. give them like. <laughs> but Daddy, I love him. <laughs> I miss Ariel. Uh, <laughs> it's... It's it, it. It is again a thing. I think again. This this is where I feel like Wednesday Adams is having some character assassination going on because she's she's too well. She's too emotional throughout the show, and I don't. I say that as a white man, and I knowingly say that talking to two women, and I I say that because. I say that because they chose to give make her spark of emotion from the result of falling in love with a man, which I don't like. Hey, hey, you're preaching to the choir, sis. So, yeah, that's basically where I was coming from with the she's kind of too emotional throughout the show, because the reason for her emotion, I feel, is not is not based in and and ah, I'm wrapping myself around in words. I can't I can't complete it right now, but it's I don't feel it's right. I don't feel like it's right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh and we move on from that song and Wednesday Krista Rodriguez is worried that she and Lucas are too different to actually be together, which again I'm like ah. What was your first clue? Right. I'm just like, <laughs> what was your first clue? Uh, that was very obvious. And this is just reading as some kind of teenage 
movies like i don't know it's 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 painful to me a little bit mm-hmm. it's a little too much teenage angsty for me which i want i did want to say uh about the adams family it's interesting to me like you were saying earlier about uh wednesday being aged up to kind of be the protagonist of the show a little bit mm-hmm. it, it the show does kind of center around wednesday in this way and I feel like it comes from um <clears throat> it it's uh it's just interesting how in theater it's go- we've gone from how and like I would say the like uh earlier days of musical theater like the golden age of musical theater your actors and stories were more focused on men and women I would say maybe in their late 20s maybe early 30s uh, like Music Man or uh, Carousel, or, you know, they could be younger as well, but still, just, they tended to be older, and then I would say with the advent of Rent, we suddenly got much more focused on younger characters in our musicals, which I feel like the Adams Family is one part of a result of. That's, like, real deep, and I'm honestly a little too drunk to, like, think of any <laughs> other examples but what Spring Awakening. Interesting thesis. Absolutely, Spring oh, Awakening. Oh yeah, Spring Awakening. Uh, like Beetlejuice. I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot. Daddy of, Long like, Legs. Daddy Gosh. Long Legs. I've been listening to a lot of Tanex musicals recently. I feel like, like Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief. Um. Anastasia slides under the radar a little bit, but it's Anastasia, the same. Anastasia, yeah. She's a youngin. She's a youngin. Uh, and so is, I mean, Derek Klinna. Mm. Moment for Derek Klinna. Moment of silence. Mm. <laughs> for that jawline. He ain't dead, he's just married. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> was that the full moment? Are we good? That yes. was the full moment. Okay. That was beautiful. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> So the Adams family. <laughs> so uh, Lucas is. We get into the song "Crazier Than You," where Lucas is. Lucas and when Lucas is trying to show that he is crazy enough to be with Wednesday by agreeing to have her shoot an apple off his head blindfolded. Um, it's a banger. It's a banger of a song. I do love this song, and I uh. I enjoy bopping along with it. Uh, I hate how the guy does, um, he does how, wow, wow, wow. And I'm like, yeah, that was the choice. How, wow, 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 <laughs> crazier than you. <laughs> hey, I think it's completely appropriate. I mean, I will be honest, I, it did not bother me until somebody else pointed it out one time to me. <laughs> and that's on them! And that's on them! So, basically, yeah, she shoots the air off his head, and they're happy. So they're like, yay, we can be together, because we're both crazy. Cool. And That's kind of badass. <clears throat> Pretty cool. That should be the I litmus know. test for every relationship, I think. I mean, I get that. You're basically just trying to find somebody who can compliment your crazy as much as possible. 
You don't know. Oh, that'll <laughs> that'll be a time when we get into that musical. I don't know why, but since listening to Adam's Family, I've also just spun off and just listened to Next to Normal because it reminds me so much of it, and I don't know why. Uh, Some of the songs just directly remind me of Next to Normal, and I can't shake it. That's so interesting. Next to Normal gives me, like, fall, like, spooky vibes. Same. Same. I think it's the darkness of it, because yeah. there is there is a dark tone over both shows for different reasons, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just my two bits on that point. No, that is very interesting, because I do see your point. I totally get it. So um, Adam's family. So Adam's family. <laughs> so we move another scene. Pugsley is gu- feels really guilty about the potion thing and can't sleep. Uh, Morticia tries to kind of tries to kind of a uh, you know draw out of him, but he he can't say. So we move on to my my next favorite song of the show. Let's not talk about anything else but love. What are you guys not? Let's not talk about anything else but love. Love of chocolates. Everyone loves chocolates. chocolates. Say you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Gomez, Fester, and Terrence, uh, Terrence Man are all trying to. Uh, Gomez and Fester are trying to get Terrence Man to like, uh, you know, talk about his feelings and talk about love, and uh, because Adams are very open about everything, which, uh. You know, it's again, it's, you know, the reverse, the subversion of the typical American family being very, they're very open and honest where other families are very closed and shut off. So they, uh, it's not working too well because uh, Terrence Mann throughout the song has these little bits of a, uh, uh, of all the things I've ever heard, loves the thing that's most absurd and lines like that where he's just like uh, you know it's not we, we need to talk about facts and we need to talk about like actual life things not about feelings um typical man <laughs> so the fun thing is he gets um he gets pulled into uh the embrace of the giant squid bernice that we met earlier she did come back to bite to be important see what i love her i love her <laughs> Honestly, love Bernice. <laughs> and then Jackie Hoffman gets to come back in and do a reprise with the boys about <laughs> let's not talk about anything else but love. Which I hear with all I think of is Mary Lynn when I hear her. Yeah, Did somebody say the word love. Mm-hmm. Did somebody say the word love? <laughs> Just oh my god, it cracks me up every time. I want to meet this woman. She's amazing. Yeah, um, you need to have her career. Like, oh my god. Her or Joan Cusack, I'll take my pick. (laughs) So, after that, um, 
Carolee Carmelo uh, is kind of led down to that grotto uh, to the uh, where uh, Terrence Mann was dragged away to. Uh, she's led there by Lurch. And <laughs> uh, Terrence Mann has really uh, learned some things about himself and about life in the arms of that squid. Uh, and we get the song in the arms. The arms of the squid. Of the squid. In the arms of <laughs> the knees. <laughs> I need to pee again. Oh my god. Call so, your local adoption agency and see if there's a squid that you can sponsor for just 15 cents a day. Damn it, Hannah! I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god. So Carolee Carmelo and Terrence Mann find their love each other through a squid. It's, you know, it's uh, typical stuff. You gotta keep the marriage spicy somehow and they... <laughs> did it tyler when are we gonna do this they did it through japanese anime porn (laughs) (gasps) wow dare you call it by its name (laughs) i don't know when we're gonna do this mary lynn but we do need to do this (laughs) (laughs) just for funsies oh my god but really so that happens. That li- that little plotline gets tied up in a bow, and we move on to Gomez, who wants to profess his love for Morticia, and we get the song "Live Before We Die," which I absolutely love. This song, I love the meaning behind the song. It's 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 really cute and it's really sweet. And uh, they have some great little one-liners in it, like where she says. Um, <clears throat> She thinks, you think you're really clever, don't you? And he says, you used to think so. And oh. I keep doing the accent because I just keep hearing it. I'm so sorry. I I, I, I don't I, think you did an accent just now. Did you really? I, I gave a little I gave a little bit of it at the end. And then I kind of caught myself halfway through, I think. But I don't know. I, I feel myself wanting to do the accent, which is not a great impulse, I feel. But it is... I do. This is what I have listened to for literally years now. It's been imprinted on my brain. Hey, and you caught yourself, and that's what matters. Because I didn't True. even notice. Thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, Gomez, Bibi, and Nathan Lane have their have their little makeup song, and they move on into the Tango de Amor, where it's just it's the dance number of the show. Um, and it's lit. It's fun. So that happens. That plot. But the dance number in Zombie Prom too. Just you wait. Oh my god! I bet there is. (laughs) So it's a tango too. So fun fact. (laughs) Of course it is. Every musical loves to do a tango. Every comedy musical, we got your tango. Tango, Maureen. (laughs) Um. So, all the couples are happy now. Uh, Pugsley says that he did that he did the poisoning thing, uh, but apparently everything turned out all right, so everyone's okay with it. Uh, like I said, they are walking Deus Ex Machinas. Fester straps on a rocket and says he's gonna go unite himself with the moon. 
And uh, we get the final finale song of the show, Move Towards the Darkness. Which is, it's kind of, uh, the song is led by Lurch, who has been silent for the most part throughout the show. Uh, <laughs> and it's just delightful because he just, out of nowhere, opens his mouth and starts singing. And everyone's just kind of like, oh, uh, oh, hey. <laughs> it's great. Lurch, Lurch reminds me of your character in Ernest. Oh my god, same. No, I feel Lurch so hard. I I would play this character if I could sing it. I would love to be this character. Because the makeup for him, and I'm the right size, and it... Uh, frustrating. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Okay, Sarah. One role you can't play. One role I can't play. Wham, poor white man. So yeah, that's the show. We get the song Move Toward the Darkness, which is just, you know, kind of the the encapsulation of the musical where it's, uh, you know, just kind of embrace the feeling. You know, embrace everything. That's... that's So deep. You know? So meta. Right. It, you... Because at the end, you... To kind of be happy you do kind of have to just embrace everything in life and just take it as it is amen yeah. Son. yeah um so that's the show y'all and uh i mean let, uh let's get our final thoughts in here uh hannah final thoughts about the show and from zero to five snaps snaps how many snaps do you give this show i would give this show i feel kind of bad for saying three but i say like a three i get that it's just it's just a lot it's just so long it is a and long show. And the parts show. that are good are too spread out, in my opinion. And there's a lot of, like, I wouldn't say fluff because it is dense. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would, give it, I would give it three out of five snaps. I love all the Wednesday songs, obviously. Um, right. When you're in Adam's, great. Um, One Normal Night, banging. I even, you know, full disclosure. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Overall not my favorite. Overall not the worst. Fair. No, totally fair. Alright, so that's solid. Mary Lynn, how about you? I give it four snaps because I am Paula and because <laughs> I I love the vibe. I would absolutely love to be in this show. Um I, I, I totally get that as well. Yeah, I just want to be in it because it's kind of everything I've ever hoped for. Um, but I'm omitting one star because um, Nathan Lane's accent, and that's that's the T. Tyler. I, so uh, I feel kind of bad. I think I'm gonna be the harshest one of us all. I'm. I think I'm gonna give the show two snaps. Ooh. One for each Tony they were nominated for. <laughs> you harsh bastard. Damn. I'm sorry. Um, You're Simon. Hannah's freaking Randy over here. 
I I just I feel, I feel like I l- the audience is gonna think that I'm Simon. <laughs> no, Hannah. I've no. listened back to the recordings. I am the asshole the most. Trust me. <laughs> well, well. And I'm the one editing myself to look nice. Um <laughs> so <laughs> but it's the show like we've said is not perfect and i really love the adams family i love the adams family as a concept i love like it's like you know they're kind of like what i would like want my future family to be like honestly yeah because it's just it's it's never been about the spooky ooky kookiness around them it's it's always been about how and I feel like this is part of why the Adams are such a huge LGBTQIA um, figure in that in our community is because they are so open and accepting of everyone for everything that they are for just who they are. Like when uh, like in the Adams family, the movie uh, towards the end of the movie, we we see cousin it is with uh, just this you know quote unquote normal uh, woman who's in this cute fairy godmother costume or whatever, and she she just runs around and has fun with them too. Like she the the fact that she openly and uh, happily accepts them makes them happily and openly accept her. Which, which they openly and happily accept anyone, no matter who they are. But it, if the person comes to them with evil intent, it bites them in the ass rather than the Adams family, which yeah. I feel is just such an important and a beautiful message that we can get from the Adams family, especially in 2020. Don't look at the Adamses is is absolutely but that's why i give this show a two out of five because i feel <laughs> that while they really tried to give a good representation for the adams family they fell really short in my opinion and it's purely for the plot. I'm purely knocking it for the plot, but you know, a musical is half music, half plot. So, so there we are. Zoom, so, zoom. Thanks, y'all, so much for tuning in. I was Tyler. I was Hannah. what? <laughs> I was Maylin. <laughs> and we were stage side podcast. Stage side Emmy Rossum? Emma? Emma? How are you? I miss Henry Higgins. <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs>